0: You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Jess Nickerson and Andy Pondillo host a great show called The Making of a Marketer. Jess, Andy, tell listeners what to expect from the show.
1: So let's take marketing through a late night talk show lens, eliminate the X's and O's and bring in the personality of marketers, just brings it all together. So if you're looking for that POV on what drives that marketing and sales alignment on someone how they became a marketing executive or what is that day to day when it comes to your personal brand. We talk about and tackle these subjects on the making of a marketer.
2: And most importantly, it's fun.
0: And where can people subscribe?
2: Look for the podcast on LinkedIn under the making of a marketer. Find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for the making of a marketer wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You heard her. Go subscribe.
3: Hey, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the All Things Private Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Casale, joined today by my friend and colleague, Austin Armstrong, who is the owner of Socialty Pro, a social media management company that is just revolutionizing the way that especially mental health entrepreneurs are being seen in the social media world. You also have a podcast. I think it's called uh, Pod Talk. Is that it? Business Talk. Business Business. Talk. All about TikTok and uh, really being able to create more exposure on TikTok and and just gain and grow your audience. You've been on before to talk about social media marketing. And today, I know you're really excited to talk about something that you created um, to really help mental health professionals with AI and being found and and just being able to get more comfortable creating content. And I think, as you and I talked before, that's a struggle area for a lot of mental health professionals because of lack of business training or lack of know-how. So Take it away, man, and congrats on everything that's happened since the last time you were on.
2: Yeah, Patrick, thank you so much for, for having me back, man. It's always wonderful to, to chat with you and, and talk. And uh, I, I just, I, I love this industry. I've been working in the behavioral health space uh, as far as marketing uh, nine years professionally now. Um, we have, my business partner is a clinical psychologist. We had a, an, an awesome company and, and YouTube channel nine years ago called Therapy Cable, that we gave a, a platform uh, to many uh, behavioral health experts to basically give them uh, shows to talk about their expertise uh, online. Uh, ultimately, that company's not around anymore, but uh, I, I've still continued to work in this space uh, because I, I really care about it. My you know sister is is in recovery and uh, I've had my own struggles with with mental health and who who hasn't at <laughs> this point? <morning. laughs> Uh, But it's been a wonderful journey and experience. Uh, I got into short form vertical video marketing about four years ago when when TikTok came out and leveraged that to grow my brand. And we've had um, uh, some amazing uh, examples of of, uh, clients uh, that are just kicking butt uh, on social media on all these platforms. Uh, We've had the privilege and pleasure of working with you uh, twice now. Uh, on a, on a couple uh, campaigns and on social media for yourself. And uh, really this, this experience uh, has led me to creating syllabi, which is uh, an AI marketing tool that helps you streamline uh, video marketing for social media. And we really launched this with uh, therapists and behavioral health experts in, in mind, because it's tough to create social media content. It's not intuitive. You're not taught it in school, right? I mean, you know you need to do it to get clients and and build your practice and build your brands, but you don't know exactly what topics to create. You don't know what to say on camera and in videos uh, that actually works online. Uh, sometimes you just don't like being on camera, <laughs> and that's totally okay, too, with all this technology. You need help staying consistent and accountable, and sometimes you just don't have the the budget to hire an expensive social media video marketing agency or even have uh, an, an in-house team uh, to do all of that work for you. So we've we've taken our expertise and, and our processes that have really worked well so well for this industry and, and turned it into this streamlined tool. Uh, and so what syllabi does is it shows you the top questions that your customers are searching for uh, in any industry. So you could type in, uh, example, EMDR therapy, or if you're in the substance abuse space, you can type in uh, heroin addiction or, or any type of uh, disorder or um, uh, any any ailment that that someone would come to you for in the first place. And it'll show you all of the questions that customers are searching for with data behind that. Uh, what is EMDR therapy? How does EMDR therapy work? How much does EMDR cost? Uh, Does EMDR actually work? EMDR versus DBT, EMDR versus CBT, you know, all of these things that people are curious about online. And then it'll actually generate a video script for you with the click of a button. So if you select EMDR versus uh, DBT therapy, uh, it'll generate a script for you for social media, so you know exactly what to say. You don't have to figure out social media; we've already done it for you with with the power of AI. And then we actually take it to the next step, so uh, you don't need to be on camera anymore if you don't want to. So uh, we've incorporated a really cool AI technology uh, uh, that's we we dub it digital twin. Uh, but basically it's a, a virtual avatar that looks and sounds like a real person. And we actually have the capability of sort of, um, digitizing yourself. So it, it, it's a, a digital version of you. So it reflects you. It reflects your brand, your practice, your voice. Even we can actually clone your voice. And I know this is going to sound a little scary, (laughs) but it's, uh, it, it, the technology is pretty incredible, but, um, the, the reason we've incorporated that is because the, the uh, digital avatar will actually read that script that we've generated around the question that your customer is asking for. And we have a built-in uh, content calendar and, and social media scheduler uh, that we're working on actively right now. And so really, we want to streamline the entire process of ideation to creation all with one app for one one hundredth of the cost of hiring an agency. It's pretty
3: remarkable um, because what I was going to ask you before you started talking is where do you think the barriers are in creating content? But you just addressed almost all of them. And I think that just having the ability to have these keywords already built out for you through search and artificial intelligence, It eliminates the stress of thinking because I know I get into this routine too. Like if I'm not spontaneously creating content, I can't create content. Like I get in these ruts and I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to talk about. I don't even know what my audience is asking, even though they're asking the same questions all the time. Um, But what will happen is then you start forcing it and you can't think of like basic questions that you can just speak about for 30 seconds to a minute and easily. And that also creates a barrier. But then the further barrier for most people is what you just mentioned, being on camera, scripting it out, and posting consistently. You talk about consistency is, is more important than quality a lot of the time because yeah. of how often the algorithms change and how people get used to seeing your stuff coming out there. So I know for so many people, they really struggle with the consistency piece. And that may look like a burst of energy. A bunch of content is created. But then because it was an overwhelming process, they don't ever come back to it. So they yeah. may like put out a ton of content for a little while and then nothing crickets like and what does that mean for a business? And I always associate this when I'm talking to therapists to frame the perspective of like restaurants. So if you're looking on your favorite restaurant social media and they haven't posted a new menu or an update or anything about their hours or specials. Your, inst- your instinct is that they're closed or maybe they're no longer open at this time or like something's happened here. There's no difference in between uh, mental health businesses that are open and promoting themselves on social media. And I think a lot of mental health professionals struggle with social media still because it's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm not really selling my services. And it's like, but if you are charging a fee for your services, you are a business. And the social media component and the marketing component is just such a massive piece
2: of what you're missing out on. Yeah. And, you know, to, to drill in a little deeper there, I mean, you know, I, to just push everybody that's listening right now, you have life saving and life changing information in your head. And it's almost a disservice to not talk about it, in my opinion. Um, I'm not a therapist, but, um, I, I think just by sharing relatable information that is going to cut through the noise and resonate with the problems and the struggles that your potential clients are, are dealing with, or people are just going through such an, a, an emo, emotional time right now. We're, we're, just, we're still barely coming out of the pandemic, right? You know, this has been such a taxing time for so many people all around the world not just in your state, not just in in uh, the United States in general, but all around the world. And so if you don't share your wisdom and expertise, and who cares if anybody else has talked about it before, all information is repeated. All people are looking for is a voice that they resonate with. And so you are doing people a disservice by not talking about your expertise, because even if they don't come into you, even if they don't pick up the phone, they you you might have just saved their lives. we We see these comments online all the time, like, hey, Patrick, you don't know me, but I, I just want to say I've been watching your videos for six months uh, anonymously, and you've saved my life. Here's why. And these are the people that you you don't think about it, it, you know in any business, right? We all there always needs to be an ROI, of course, when you're you know working with marketing or 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 an ROI on your effort, right? But these are the stories that aren't told enough, that you you can literally save people's lives in your industry just by talking about what you know.
3: I couldn't say it better myself. I agree 100%. And, you know, for a lot of our listeners, I know you're established in private practice or, or growing your practices, but some of you are still in the beginning infancy, infancy stages. And I know that there's this ethical quandary slash dilemma of like, can I really make money in the helping profession that feels unethical to me? And I've had plenty of conversations on that topic, and I'm not going to go down that path right now. But what I will say is, Austin just mentioned something that is really important. If you're putting out constant, consistent content that is helpful, that is giving information, that's educating, that's supporting, that's validating, that's normalizing experience for human beings who are struggling, even that person who's lurking or anonymously watching, You have a ripple and trickle, a trickle down and ripple effect because if you're struggling with, can I charge X amount for a therapy session because then I'm no longer accessible to people. When you're putting out free social media content, there's no better way to be accessible to people. You're putting out content where people can digest it in 30 to 60 second chunks of time, implement something you've said, um, feel heard, feel seen, feel validated, learn something new. Incorporated into their day to day, they may never even come to therapy, but that can have a lifelong lasting impact and it can create positive momentum and change.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So, so well said, my friend.
3: Yeah. And it, it's just one of those struggle areas, you know, where I think a lot of therapists and mental health professionals are are considering leaving the profession for a multitude of reasons. And I understand a lot of them because, like you said, it's been a hard couple of years. And therapists are bearing that burden and carrying a lot of that weight a lot of the time without an ability to really express it in a healthy way because our job is to absorb and listen and affirm and and attend to. And I think that when you start to think about growing, whether you're growing into a group practice, whether you're wanting to attract private pay clients, you want to add a coaching program, you want to start a podcast, you want to whatever the case may be, you have to know what your client avatar and audience are looking for and if you don't know what they're looking for it's really impossible to create content that speaks to their pain points and what they're searching for and what they're coming online to consume content for in the first place so then it becomes like this uphill battle of i may not even i shouldn't even try because i don't even know how to get started
0: You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Jess Nickerson and Andy Pondillo host a great show called The Making of a Marketer. Jess, Andy, tell listeners what to expect from
1: the show. So let's take marketing through a late night talk show lens. Eliminate the X's and O's and bring in the personality of marketers, just brings it all together. So if you're looking for that POV on what drives that marketing and sales alignment on someone how they became a marketing executive, or what is that day-to-day when it comes to your personal brand? We talk about and tackle these subjects on The Making of a Marketer.
0: And most importantly, it's fun. And where can people subscribe?
2: Look for the podcast on LinkedIn under The Making of a Marketer. Find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for The Making of a Marketer wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You heard her. Go subscribe.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I, I'll use that as a as a shameless plug set up for, for Syllabi again. But uh, you know, there's there's great strategies that I've learned to remain consistent as well. Another point that you that you had brought up. You know, if if you don't know where to begin, just answer just start by answering the frequently asked questions that you get. Um there. You can. There's a million tools out there, Syllabi or ChatGPT at this point. Even Google. Look at your um, uh, peers that are that are already creating content online. Look what's performed best for them. But you could also just start with the the frequently asked questions that your clients get. And of, of course, don't you know say this is John Smith's question, right? You know, you don't want to violate HIPAA or anything like that, of course. But You know, if one person has that question, the vast likeliness is that so many other people are going through that same thing, right? And so, you know, how a a great structure to content online uh, to help you get started is just start that video off by addressing that question and immediately going into providing value and, and answers and hope and relatability. To that question, and then you can tell them what to do next. Leave me a comment if I can help you. Contact me in my bio or anything like that. You know, and and I know it's difficult uh, to to press that record button and record by yourself. So one of the tricks that we've learned is as well is um, uh, if you just set up a camera and and tell a therapist go, uh, they freeze up, right? <laughs> if you're not comfortable being on camera, it's it's very stressful staring into the soulless black eye of the camera lens, right? But you spend your, your whole day talking to people, right? So a quick fix for this is just have somebody that you trust behind the camera and ask you the question. Press record, ask the question. That acts as the opening hook of the video, which is arguably the most important thing because our attention spans are terrible. So you have to stop the scroll and stop stop them immediately and then just answer the person. So you're talking to the person. And if you if you have the camera set up and the person is almost eye level with the camera lens, right? You can just talk to the person. You can ignore the camera and just do what you're an expert at, which is talking and understanding people. And that has really helped. Another quick hack, and this is going to sound silly, but if you are even self-conscious to the point that you don't want to record with someone else in the room, print out a photo of somebody's face that you love and do the same thing. Just put a photo of somebody that you like behind the camera lens and talk to that person. Talk to that photo. Like these are these are just great ways to get started. You don't have to uh, be perfect. You're you know all. Uh, perfectionism is procrastination uh, and consistency leads towards quality. Uh, to go back to your other point as well, I, I, I'm team consistent because the more consistent that you do something, uh, it, it leads to better results faster. You fail faster and, and you learn to succeed faster so that you can double down on, on what works. Um, and so if you have these spurts or if you can schedule these spurts of creating content, batching, as we like to call it, where you spend one day uh, bi-weekly, one day a week, one day a month, and you just knock out 30 videos or as many videos as you can. If that's if you don't have the energy to record new content every day, which not many people do, schedule something out on your co- uh, calendar, do it over your lunch break, wake up an hour earlier, stay up an hour later, make that time, record as many videos as you can, And then schedule them out uh, one a day. I love to do one a day. And what this also does is once you build up that library of consistency, you can always go back and repost one of those older videos. This is a, a, a key thing of consistency that nobody seems to talk about, is that the only person that sees every one of your videos is you that's not how these algorithms work the algorithms constantly want to put your content in front of new people now a couple people will watch a lot of your videos right Your true fans that you develop over time but most the vast majority of the time it's really only you watching every single one of your videos because you're recording every single one of your videos right and so there's no harm in going back three months two months whatever of a video that performed really well for you or a post, a text post that performed really well for you, an image, quote, whatever, that performed really well for you. Download it and repost that video again. It worked well before. It's likely to perform really well again. This is one of my secret sauces to remain consistent because we all go through life, right? We get sick. We're on vacation. We don't feel creative. We get COVID. <laughs> Anything can happen, right? Where you're just not in a headspace to record content. Well, guess what? Because you have put in that prep work, because you've stayed consistent, now you have a back library of content that you can pull from. And you know, just to I'll quickly end on this, my most viral video I've ever had was the third time that I downloaded and posted that video. The first time it, it did 100,000 views or something, which was great. Uh, I downloaded it a month and a half or two months later, and it it didn't do as well. I think it did a couple of tens of thousands of views, uh, which was great. But um, And then the third time I posted it, it's now at uh, 11.4 million views on TikTok, and it's about to hit 20 million views on YouTube. And it was the third time that I downloaded and reposted the same exact video file. Nothing different, didn't re record it, didn't re edit it. I just downloaded it and reposted it. And sometimes that's what it takes. So sometimes, if you even think you have a winning piece of content that just didn't get the traction, wait a month and repost that sucker because it might just take um, a couple uploads for that message to reach and resonate with the right people.
3: So many good points right there. I was like, oh, I want <laughs> to think about that. Oh, I want to think about that. So and I I think I'll bring
2: more think. of it up in Italy. if any Yes. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I'll, that was actually one of the things I was thinking. It's like, ooh, this, that conversation is what you're, you should absolutely frame your speech on in Italy. A um, couple of things real quick. Like The comfortability behind the camera, I love those hacks because for so many of you, and myself included at times, especially when I'm feeling frustrated with myself or, or just like in a headspace where I don't feel creative, it's much more likely you're going to have resistance to the camera. So having these abilities to make your, make it easier to be on camera, super smart idea and something that I highly recommend encouraging you to do. Now, the premise of like asking the basic questions to get started, the frequently asked questions, so important for y'all to hear this because I think so many people assume you have to create new content and by new content, I mean like brand new to the fucking world content, not like coming out of your mouth for the first time new and most content is recycled or just repeated or said from a different vantage point or different perspective. Remember that your audience is going to be attracted to you and want to follow you and and work with you because of how you talk about what you're talking about. It's not about the topic. It's about how you show up. So that's really important to know. The consistency piece is fucking huge. I cannot highlight that enough. And something Austin talks about a lot of the time, because I follow your content. That's how I, I found you in the first place. But like is the 80-20 concept or really giving away most of your information for free. And I think that is so, so important because you're just establishing and building trust and rapport with your audience. It's not about what comes next. The what comes next can't happen if your audience doesn't trust you, if they don't like you enough to pay you or work with you. So it really is about giving most of your information away for free. Because again, you're not the first person to give advice on A, B, C, D, and E or answer questions you know, that you found. So really important stuff here and really an easy, easy way to get started. And with syllabi, I think this is a really fantastic resource for those of you who are listening to just be like, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this. This is going to be my strategy. Let's do this consistently for the next couple of months. And let's see how the growth starts to kind of trend in the right direction get yourself on some of these platforms, really be consistent about it and test things out. Some things are going to work really well. Some things are not. The things that don't work well, like Austin just said, like 100,000 views for most of us is like, oh my God, 20 million views is insane. So like just the ability to create that type of organic growth is out there. And that just means more opportunities for you for podcast appearances, speaker presentations, um, book deals, coaching programs, leveraging reputability. I mean, there are so many opportunities for you as mental health professionals. Your skill sets are so applicable and transferable into so many arenas. And like Austin said before, truly doing a disservice when you're not able to speak about these things because it is helping normalize the human condition. And that's what we're doing is we sell relational work. We're also highlighting and showcasing that healing matters and it takes place and it is transformative. That can't happen if we're not willing to talk about it. So, Austin, I just want to thank you for sharing all of these wonderful resources, tips, tricks, strategies. Austin is actually going to be one of our uh, keynote speakers at the Doubt Yourself, Do It Anyway Summit in Italy next September 2024, which is going to be amazing. Just talking about everything that you just talked about to an enormous audience about how to get out of your own way. That's really the theme of the event. Like, Doubt Yourself, Do It Anyway. Get it out of your own way because you all have the ability to start this today. Um, Austin, thanks again for coming on and just being an awesome force in the industry, sharing your wisdom and your knowledge constantly. If you're not following him, Socialty Pro on all the, uh, social media channels, I highly recommend it, but please tell the audience where they can find syllabi and anything else that y'all are doing today.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I'm so looking forward to meeting and and seeing people in, in person in Italy. What a, an incredible event that that's going to be, uh, i'm just blessed to be able to to be there man so thank you for that uh yeah if you want to uh, try syllabi it's uh dot i o i'm sure there might be a link in the in the show notes of this episode um but yeah i you can sign you can try a, a free trial of it to see if you like it before you you actually sign up and and use it but uh, we've built it with you in mind uh, from repeatable processes of working in this industry for the last nine years. So if if you just don't know how or where to get started, we built this for you.
3: Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming on. Congratulations on all the success and continued success and really looking forward to meet you in person and uh, have a really awesome kick-ass summit in a small medieval village in the middle of nowhere in
2: Italy. I am, I, you know, I sent a picture of the stage to my mom and she's jealous. I'm like, that thing looks, so, that stage looks so cool. I am so looking forward to speaking. I think there. the
3: stage could have sold the event out without <laughs> the views and without the concept. Like, oh, this is where the talks are going to be. Also, we're going to host karaoke on this 18th century Baroque theater. Like, yeah, it sounds. <laughs> <cool."> <laughs> it's so good. So for everyone listening, all of Austin's information will be in the show notes for easy access and to everyone listening to the all things private practice podcast, there are new episodes out every single week on all major podcast platforms and YouTube like download, subscribe and share doubt yourself do it anyway. See you next week.
0: You may know you're listening to this show along the marketing podcast network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Jess Nickerson and Andy Pondillo host a great show called The Making of a Marketer. Jess, Andy, tell listeners what to expect from the show.
1: So let's take marketing through a late night talk show lens, eliminate the X's and O's and bring in the personality of marketers, just brings it all together. So if you're looking for that POV on what drives that marketing and sales alignment on someone, how they became a marketing executive, or what is that day-to-day when it comes to your personal brand? We talk about and tackle these subjects on The Making of a Marketer.
2: And most importantly, it's fun. And
1: where can people subscribe?
2: Look for the podcast on LinkedIn under The Making of a Marketer. Find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for The Making of a Marketer wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You heard her